Hello, hello. Today is March 12, 2021, and it's a Friday. <laughs> uh, I'm about to give you um, another lost episode, so I'm about to to go through another experience of reading some poetry to you. Um, today, though, you're going to get a lot more of the poetry that I'm sitting on, uh, poetry that I have not actually published to... Uh, anything or created I just <laughs> it's just kind of sitting there so I wanted to to give you some of that I'm gonna give you some of the stuff that is you know cleaned up too um just because you know I want to kind of take you through that so uh these are your your club jam announcements of course we wrapped positivity wall 11 earlier this week it is available now for you to listen to you can um the episode before that was cancel culture we took you through dr seuss and and all that magic and just the thought process of that so hey you go back listen think take it in you're taking a long road trip listen to this melodic voice of mine no um positivity wall 12 will be coming next week um i think with with 12 i think 12 is a good one i think 13 yes no 12 and 13 are really good ones and so the next two weeks of episodes are ones that i am um they're on the level of one um, cause if you, if you, you know, when, when we get to the end of it, I think I might have an episode to kind of wrap it, kind of take you through like, which ones are my favorites, but I can tell you like one, one is my favorite. That's why it's one. <laughs> it's not there just, um, just to start off, but one is one of my favorites, 12 and 13 specifically speak to some of the problems that I have dealt with and how I'm attacking them at the source to be better. <clears throat> so you're going to get your positivity walls. Like I said, I'm excited about the next two weeks of those. Um, I've got some other episodes that I need to write. There was another one. Somebody was talking to me about a topic. Ah, parenting. Yes, let me write that down. Parenting. Parenting. So, yeah, I need to, I need to do that, too. There's some episodes for me to write. Uh other things we've got you know coming to america 2 came out watch that that was fun uh godzilla vs king kong's coming justice league uh the snyder cut looks like it's gonna be great it's coming um i got some books to read uh <laughs> so after this episode i don't know if you'll get a second episode weekly for the next few weeks i'm not too sure my goal is to do it it's not just for you but it's for me one of the things i will tell you is creating is everything creating 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 is everything and so um i will say over the last few days this week i have recorded three sunsets successfully um yeah and so the next phase for me is um i need to actually do a little bit more portrait photography instead of just like landscape um, I'm good with landscape. I understand landscape. I understand the lighting. Uh, I can create great photos from that. And a lot of people will be really surprised because the trick is, is the next thing I need to learn is like Photoshop. <laughs> so I'm trying to figure out like what to do because the problem I see now with Photoshop is everybody wants you to pay a subscription service for that. And I'm the king of not, I'm the king of the free trial. I should say I will sign up for something and then cancel it five minutes later. 
just so I get the free trial. So I will not be charged for it. I do not like subscription-based services on software. I, I just don't. What I feel is the model should be is that people can do that if they want to, you know, do that. But there should be a paid model where you pay the pay the um, the fee to have the the brains of it, and then if there are updates to it, then you pay the subscription fee year after year or whatever. Um, so I think I figured out one that I can buy the set and not have to pay a subscription fee. And that's what I would prefer to do. So as far as my photo photography, I need to work on portrait, uh, get, a, get a few more shots with portrait photography. Uh, I need to work on Photoshop so I can actually bring even more pop to my photos. A lot of what I'm shooting is just raw. And then literally I'm just kind of tweaking the brightness and then there you go. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that's kind of what I've been doing. Of course, you're in Club Jam. I'm giving you the announcements. Um, I did not say that at the top of this, so I apologize. But yeah, we are in the Club Jam. Lost episode is going to roll, you know, um, like it would. We're going to go straight into kind of setting you up. The first poem is going to kind of set you up with some of my thought process. We're going to roll from there and we're going to keep it going. Um, I'm excited today about this episode because... Um, unlike the first episode, the first one was big just because I, I sat down and I read poetry and then I kind of took you through some, you know, darkness, some, some loss. I took you through that. Um, this episode is, is going to be, you're going to see a lot more of the poetry that I'm sitting on. Um, I'm actually going to read you, um, maybe one or two from, the, the main book that I want to publish. So I'm going to give you that. And uh, <laughs> that's what we're going to do today. Other than that, I appreciate your ears, your eyes, and your attention to this. Um, as I've said before, JDR Creatives is the Instagram. You can go there. You can direct message me if you can't message me through this. Um, the goal has always been to create and no matter what, I'm going to continue to do it. So, hey, that's what it is. But I'm all about learning, growing, and getting better. That's the point of this. So I hope that all of you have had a wonderful week as we go into this weekend. And, um, hey, let's read you some poetry. So uh, we are here for the second Lost episode. Hey, Lost episode one, we gave you some poetry. I just started kind of reading and taking you through some of those experiences. I'm going to give you the same thing here. Um, like I said, the thing that's <laughs> scary yet exciting with this one is, is that you are getting work that has not been posted nor published. Um, you're, and you're going to get, I'll give you probably at least two entries from um from a book that i'm writing and i'll give you one that i took out of the book <laughs> i'll give you that i'll give you that it'll be even better because i thought it was gonna make the book and then life changes and then it wasn't gonna make the book uh, <laughs> it's gonna be interesting um and of course i'm not going to um as far as as far as when we get around to the book i won't be shady about that. I shouldn't say shady. Shady is not the right word. Um, what I will say about my writing is 
there are elements because I'm going to read you some poems. Um, I'm going to read you some poems today that, um, what am I thinking? That kind of tie into me currently and kind of tie into some things about someone I care about. Um, for the record, <laughs> um, this person I'm not dating, um, I'm not. So if it's it's like one of those things, it's like, oh, wow. Uh, I, would I want to date this person? Yes, in another life, it would have been amazing. Um, but I'm not dating them. Um, and I'm not, I'm not in this place that people get where they want to date someone and they kind of hang around like a puppy dog. Like this person is someone I care about deeply. I love them. Um, they are a very um, amazing friend to me. And um, in another life, it would be awesome if we could be together, but we can't. And that's life. You're going to meet people like that in your life. And my hope is, is that you can hear when I speak about her and read these poems and understand that you can have love for someone and not have to be with them. Like, I just think that we, we live in a time where we're all so beaten up about not getting the things we want. We do not handle being told no well. We storm off like five-year-old kids. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you some elements of that too. I'm just going to really dump you in a, a lot of my psyche again. So this is what I love about the Lost episodes because it's a time where I kind of get to narrate some of this <laughs> um, and let, let people see the madness behind the, the writer. So I'm going to start you off with um, a poem that I wrote uh, January 24th of this year. And this was the thought process on this. Um, is me discovering who I want to be, me discovering what direction I'm going because I'm dealing with situations in my family life. Of course, I don't have my job. It's been probably, it's been a good 40 days since I lost it and just trying to figure out what's next. So um, this one is titled The Journey. It's quiet. I tried it. Sitting in silence. My absence Concerns a few, I seek to pursue my happiness and peace as I release you from my side. I won't hide, removing all distractions left with teeming decisions. Set the course to my heart as I start. You might miss my presence as I create distance to places only I feel that way I can heal. That is the journey. And so <laughs> in that um, the the you in there when we when we're talking about that the you in that is very important. The reason why, um, is because when I'm saying you, I'm speaking to anyone who is um a friend, family, anyone who comes into my life. I no longer choose to pick everyone else. I choose to pick myself. And I'm excited about choosing myself and, and being for myself. And, and I'm not afraid. I'm not going to be afraid to actually make these decisions for myself. I'm going to do it. And if you do not like it, <laughs> goodbye. Like, and I think that that's important. Um, for many years, I'm the type of person where I can easily wake up tomorrow without you in my life. 
Um, a lot of people, specifically black folks, will call it cutting people off. Been good at that. I've had to do it my whole life. But I'm the type of person who, for a long time, I struggled with closure. I struggled with needing to 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 have things come to a natural end. I no longer care about that end. What I care about is how I begin. And I'm saying to myself, hey, it's all about you, Jim. And so you have the journey. And then um, February 15th, I wrote this one. This one's called Breathe. Take a moment to listen to your own thoughts. Sit and reflect to help mend your heart. If you're hiding and hurting, continue to lean into the uncomfortable. As long as you continue to calm your mind, even during the toughest days, you must remember to breathe. And so, you know, I, on the 24th, I give you journey, <laughs> the journey that I'm taking you through. And then on the 15th, you know, the next month, I'm telling myself to breathe. There are some things that are uncomfortable. There are some conversations that I had <laughs> and they weren't, um, they weren't easy. They have not been fun. Um, because ultimately I care about people a little bit more sometimes than they care about me. Have you dealt with that in your life? What do you do? There's no easy answer to it, but I know I have gotten to the point as I approach my 36th birthday where I'm done with having to fill someone else's cup before I fill mine. I want my cup to be full before I fill anyone else's. And so those two poems, they really set the tone for me for this year. They really do. They really set the tone as to what I'm trying to do, where I'm trying to go. And um, yeah, that's that's really <laughs> the thought process with those. So now I'm going to take you into, I'm going to set you up and I'm going to take you through some, some poems that have not been... Um, I am published them. <laughs> These are poems that are are just kind of sitting in in the files, and you know, um, I think every poet sits in a world where they have something like that. So, um, I'm not gonna. They don't have titles. <laughs> None of them have working titles. Just gonna kind of read to you and um, you know, let you see. Um, I don't look for the stars in a woman's eyes. I look for what's beyond the stars to find what lies within me. That is what I seek. Even as I need your touch, pushing forward without your love. I, you know, is, is it done? I don't know. <laughs> I don't feel like it's done. That's why it's kind of sitting there. <laughs> and, um, another one, you know, to kind of follow up because some of these poems, this, this, um, the one thing I will say about these poems in this box, I call them shorts and they're shorts for a lot of reasons because they're usually anywhere from four to about 10 stanzas. They're not long poems. And then two, um, sometimes they feel incomplete. So they sit in this box to see your smile. I would sit up with you at the beach, sit with me in the sand as the waves crash with the moon lighting the water. As I look into your eyes, I don't want this night to end. We should stay until the sun rises, sun-kissed and full of hope. You remain gorgeous in the light as you would in the dark. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It, you know <laughs> this, I'm giving you, like, 
as a writer, like when you write things and you feel like they're in- incomplete, like that's how you feel. And so if, if, you know, for those who write, for those who kind of, I don't know what your process is, but sometimes, you know, I'll get a spare 10, 20 minutes and I'll just, I'll see something or I'll see like a couple. A lot of times when I write about love, it's not always what happens to me. Um, I'm very inspired about things around me. I'm inspired by watching a movie. Like I told you before and in other episodes, I love writing and I love when people write well, like when they get it right. There's a lot of times when people write TV shows or movies and they're very lazy. So it's like, it's very easy to understand the conversation and where it's going to go. That's why for me, um, one of the hardest parts of me is like somebody will tell me a TV show and say, for instance, a TV show that has maybe five, five or more seasons, I'll be bored by the second season because I've already figured out how the arc is going to work. And that's the hardest thing about being a writer. Like when you can see how character development or how things are going to be, and instead of trying to challenge the norms of how it could be, and that that's how I try to be. Like I, I, I want to write in a way where you don't expect the end result. So as I come on and I tell you, like when I'm going to take you through those poems about a person who means so much to me, um, people who would know me, who have, who are close to me, who have talked to me would think of a certain experience, but I didn't need, I didn't need to be with this person to have a very amazing experience. I didn't need to sleep with them. I didn't need to be dating them to have an amazing experience that will stay with me for a lifetime. And then you'll get, you'll get poems where, um, I was with a person and and they were amazing, but you know, that's just kind of how it goes. So yeah, we're still in the incomplete files. Um, I think I wrote this one. I had put it with a caption on the cloudy days, find a way to make them bright. It's all about perspective. The image in front of you is what you make of it. Yeah. I put that with a caption. So that one is not necessarily incomplete. I just didn't transfer it to my big box. Hmm. No, that's a that's a big one itself. Moments spent with those we love give us the strength to rise above doubt and despair. <laughs> I I'm, I gotta read this one. I have to read this one because um, this is one that. Um, this 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 poem, I'm going to read it because if people who write, whether you write stories or you write poems, there will come a time in your life where you will write something and at the moment you put it together and it sounds great, but then when you go to actually publish it, you read it again or you read it again and then you start to peel, peel layers out and make a better piece of art. This one... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm laughing because I did publish this one, but I did not publish it because I was trying to make the art better. I was, I published it so that my friends who do follow my account, who are in, who are in my business. And when I say that they love me dearly, 
They just want what's best for me and they want me to win. But the thing about dating and, and going out and meeting people, it's it's a singular road. It's you, you, you walk it alone. And I don't I like to keep things a lot really close to vest. This one I had to mask the person I was talking about. So I took certain things out that would just make this feel like it was just a general feeling of love and not targeted to a specific person. This is targeted to a specific person. And we will call this person patient X. <laughs> I want to read it for you. When I see a picture of you, I'm reminded of your beauty. Seeing your smile, I could light the sky just as the stars do at night. I will continue on my path to the next picture you post, bringing me back to this place once more. I will like your post or maybe I won't. I'm not trying to alert you. <laughs> I laugh knowing that I'm a man of many words, yet for some reason, I can't seem to message you. I guess this poem is my letter to you. One day I shall find the courage to step into the light. So <laughs> I chopped that one up. Uh, like, I think the middle passage I just pulled out because it, it, it goes from a poem that is speaking of the idea of a person to a specific person. Um, and this patient X, um, this is a, this is a woman, this is a young lady that I, I found very attractive. I, I like her spirit. I think she's cool. She has no idea that I am attracted to her. And, and so I'm bearing my soul a little bit here. Um, but not even my friends. No, no one knows, but me. <laughs> so it, it doesn't really matter. It's like having a crush. Cause that's really what it is. Um, the question becomes like, why, why haven't you uh, done that. And, and this is my answer to you world. I will soon. <laughs> um, I think before, when I wrote this, this was, I wrote this earlier this year. Um, I read to you the journey. I read to you breathe. It was in that time frame where I'm really trying to discover myself. And I finally have gotten to the place where as I've taken you through some of these positivity walls, I'm truly choosing myself. I'm truly choosing what I want. Um, it's not like me to go up and just burden someone. I've had to face my own self-worth issues. And so the struggle with me going out there is sometimes you, you forget who you are. And for the longest time, I forgot that I am an attractive person to, to some, (laughs) um, and that's hard to say that's because sometimes you don't feel it. Sometimes you, you don't feel like you're in your, in your right space. And so, um, it's easier for me to walk amongst the shadows because there I am undetected. No one sees me. No one really understands that I like, I would imagine most of my friends don't really see me as kind of like the standard of normal. Like they know um, I'm kind of an odd duck and they like that about me. Um, But it can be tough to be that odd one because um, something I heard this week, which was the perfect word for it is, you know, human beings, we're not meant to be alone. We seek the connection, but every connection at some point disconnects. If you think of like Wi-Fi, if you think of Bluetooth, you can't keep it connected all the time. There comes a point where it shuts off power, you lose power. And that's the same way. So we all want companionship, but sometimes we're not, we're not willing to work for it. And um, <laughs> yeah, that's uh <laughs> I think that's the cue. I'm going to take you into the the, the two poems that I wrote um, um, about this person. I would say is is patient A. We'll say patient A. 
<laughs> so you had your patient X that I just read you, but the, the conversation that I just talked about, about connection and companionship, this was with this person. Um, so I'm going to read you the two poems that I wrote about this person. And um, yeah, we'll keep it moving. They will ask you who you are. Question me about this poem. All that I will say is that you are someone that means everything to me. Words that were spoken helped my focus, left me wondering if I was worthy. You, spec you spoke with courage, confident and bold. It took me by surprise, opened my mind and soul. I was silent, lost for words. You smiled or maybe it was a smirk. I could feel it through the phone. <laughs> I knew in that moment, the love I had carried for you, it surfaced after all these years Stuffed down deep, it was now released. Stepping back away to think, needing the time to process, I couldn't believe. That I dismissed my own heart. You spoke to my soul, leaving me with my thoughts. <laughs> that title. <laughs> Thanks. I never asked. After I'm done, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna peel back a little bit more of a layer for you. Here's the second one. I return to a place that I shared with you, an adventure that takes us on a casual stroll before we sat and talked. I was happy, at ease, full of peace. This is what joy feels like. I'm far from normal. <laughs> As I spoke about where I'm pushing myself, I'm gonna be uncomfortable. I seek joy, but more importantly, I seek growth. They have asked who you are. All that I can tell them is that you make me smile, that when I'm with you, I am relaxed without any cares, just focused on this moment with you. Thank you for keeping me safe until my heart expires. That one is they inquire needing answers. <laughs> now I'm going to give you a little bit of about the layer because <laughs> I think I'm cute and that's the problem. Um, if someone wanted to know, like if you go to my Instagram and, and JDR Creatives, plug it again, and you read these two poems and you look at the title of the poem, um, the title is the caption. That's the title of the poem. Within the poem and the title, it, it tells you who the person is. <laughs> so uh, there you go. I, I give you that. Um, will they know? No, it's, it's, a dec it's decoded. Uh, you're not going to know who it is. Um, but the reason why I did it this way and, and, and I wanted to say, there are things that I've written about in the past that if you were close to me, um, you would know who I was talking about. And I'm going to give you, I'm going to read one of those poems for you so you can, you won't know, and then I, I'm, I'm just going to tell you who it's going to be about. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read you a poem about my ex-wife. And so my friends who are close to me read it, and then next thing you know, they're like, are you all right? What's going on? Blah, 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 blah. A person, a reader who's across the world, who's never met me, doesn't know me, um, they're not going to know that. And so what I used to do, I, I used to write poems at full tilt and just kind of go into it. And then I had friends worry about me. So I started to sit on some of those poems and I'm being completely transparent here. That's why a lot of times all my works haven't been seen. I'm sitting on a thousand poems in this tablet. <laughs> um, I've read to you some of them, 
but not even I haven't even read you, you know, enough to even hit that thousand. And it was because I wanted to write freely. And I think every person should have some type of journal where you write freely, where you say what you need to say, because it's important to get it out. I am naturally a compartmentalizer. So by saying it and getting it out, it just makes it a better situation for me. And so um, what I what I would do to circumvent their cares or concerns is I would, um, I started being cute. Um, there would be poems that if I put my first name or my last name, then I'm stepping back. I'm being the author. If I gave you just my abbreviated, like jam, which people call me, then that comes from the heart. Those two last poems I read from you, they come from my heart. That That's they're entitled jam. The author credit would be jam. It wouldn't be Jemiah. It wouldn't be Jemiah D. Richards. It wouldn't be Jemiah Richards. It is jam. And so when I put that on there, um, I'm coming from the heart. So a lot of times I was doing things to kind of throw them off my trail because the point of it was, how do you feel about the art? And I had friends who were more concerned about my heart and I respect it, but it wasn't what I needed. I needed the, the space that I made this Instagram was for my heart. And so I guess I was trying to refocus their lens. <laughs> um, but the thing about the thing, the thing about refocusing people's lenses, it don't work that way sometimes. <laughs> so I'm going to give you this, um, this poem called titled years later uh, that I had wrote. Oh man. I wrote this. I wrote this years ago, but I held on to it because part of what I was trying to do was just kind of, I didn't want to just post it. And then people came running. I even tricked this title by, by putting my full name instead of putting jam. This one comes from the heart years later, the flame still burns. Once a source of light and warmth, now just a fading light, a reminder of what was, possibly what could have been. Seeing you only validates what I already know. My love for you shall never fade. Though it has changed, just as the flame was bold and bright, creating warmth for anything in its path, the ember still burns years later. I think the important thing in this poem, and that's the reason why I tricked it, because a few of my friends were like, whoa. There, what are you doing, Jam? And so I think reading a body of work, you can read it and you can resonate and feel as you walk through the lines. But there's certain lines in my poems that are the sticking point. And every poem, every story has a bar, has a line, like every song that is the sticking point. And the sticking point in this one, I'm breaking it down a little bit more than most poems because I need you to understand what my mind was. The two lines that matter together. My love for you shall never fade, though it has changed. I will always love my ex-wife. I um, I married her. I saw a future with her, and the future <laughs> future changed. <laughs> um, so my love changed. Um, I'm not in love with my ex-wife. I you could not ask me to to you know be with her because um, I think. There are certain things that people go through. When you go through them together, they'll always hold a certain place in your heart. We went through some things. We went and it changed both of us for the future. 
Um, if you asked her, I wouldn't think that she would have the same. She would not be in love with me. She's not in love with me. Um, but I think we both have a love for each other because as parents, we have each other's back. Uh, there's nobody else I want to go in battle with but her. Um, because I think that as a mom, she can be all over the place sometimes. Um, and she can be a little bit much for, for my energy. But I know that she will not let anybody hurt her children. Um, and to know that I have someone that is a mother of my child who thinks like that, it, it puts me at ease as a father. The last thing you want to worry about as a, as a father is if something should happen to my son, will his mother stand with me? And as a, as a black man specifically who did marry someone who was of another race, it's very important to understand that my energy will always be matched and hers and even raise, she will raise off of my temperature because it's not a race thing for her. It's about people. And, um, but she's wise enough to understand why somebody would target me and why. And so there's a lot of psychological things we do um, specifically to the schools as parents, we come as a mighty force. Um, when we, when we're doing soccer, anything, we come as a force because you're not going to disadvantage our son because his dad's black and his mom is white. Um, we're not going to tolerate that. And so I'm very, I'm very, very, I'll say this. I'm very, very fortunate that I got to go through um, my time with her. Um, there will always be a part of me that wished it did not end um, just because who she doesn't, I don't think sometimes she understands the honor that I gave her, but I understand the honor she gave me. I think a woman giving someone a child is one of the highest honors she can ever give a man. And I think men who, who think less of that are stupid. Um, when a, when a woman gives you a child, it is the highest honor she can give you. And for me, for me to, to give, to basically subscribe to that theory of I'm going to allow you to be the mother of my child. It's the highest honor I can give you. Um, because for me, I, I wasn't a person who wanted children. It's the reason why I don't have any more. Um, I came up in a very tough household and I did not feel like I would be fit to be a father. And, um, I'm one, so I have to get over that notion all the time. But I think when you go through certain things that are emotional, you would hope that they weren't that way. And you never get the closure you want. I didn't get the closure I wanted. It doesn't really matter. What matters is, is that when you're young and you're dumb, you make a lot of stupid decisions. And I think if, if, if we were our age now having our son, it would be a completely different situation because both of us um, have matured in, in various ways. Uh, someone asked me before if you could go back in the future and do it again. No, don't let me go back. Because if I go back, then I would not have a child because I would be in Tampa right now on the <laughs> at the beach with a drink in my hand, living my best life. Life can be tough. We go through painful things. I tend to write about them so I can get through it. But um, my friends read this body at work and they instantly thought I'm like, oh, I'm going to go back with my. No, no, no. My love, my love will never fade, but it has changed. And I think those two bars, they are very, very important to the story because you can love someone without being in love with them. As I read, as I read with Patient A in the two poems I, I read for her, uh, not didn't read them to her, but I made in in the thought of her 
so yeah, that is uh, that is some of that. We're gonna keep it going because um, I've got to switch segments because on the computer, thirty minutes is your is your countdown. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna switch into the to the next time block I have and read you some more poetry, get you into the book, and actually read you some of a of a of a past person I liked as well. So yeah. All right, so um, we gave you. <laughs> we're we're in the fits of love, um, so I've given you some elements. You know, we we left talking about you know a poem that was important uh, to me. I felt like years later was important because I'll always have a friendship. I believe in my ex wife, and I'm very uh, grateful for her contributions as a mother to my son. Um, but it, it, it's what it is. We've talked about me uh, tricking my friends by tricking uh, the Arthur credit there. <laughs> um, because ultimately, like, I feel like anything that you you put out there, people will look at it and they will try to analyze it. I do the same thing. Um, and it was just a way for me to get people to stop analyzing. But now um, I no longer care if you analyze. Um, it's as simple as I'm not going to answer that question. <laughs> I've had, I've said that to a few friends. So if you're listening, it's why I didn't answer the question. But if you can analyze the poem well enough, those two poems, and, and you know, you can figure out who it is. Well, good luck to you. You probably never will. <laughs> I lay my traps well, people. Lay your traps well. Here's a lesson too that I want to tell people. Um, oh man, um, I'm gonna read this. I'm gonna read this poem, or kind of this this quote that I have. And then I'm going to take you into, um, I'm going to give you a few poems from this book that I'm writing. Then I'm going to give you two poems out of it, or maybe three that are not going to be in the book. Then I'm going to take you through just my feelings on that person. Because that person and some of the poems was going to make the book. But then I had to take a step back. And it wasn't because we broke up, but it was because they weren't the theme of the book. They weren't. They never were. So that was the point. They could have been some of the stories could have been in it because it would have been good for it. Um, just because the, the thought process with this book is I'm taking you through poems that give you um, hurt, hope and happiness. So it's like these three H's. That's the pillars of where we're kind of taking you through. And um, I'm not going to tell you, tell you the title of the book. I've probably said it before. But I don't want to buy a title of my book. So, yeah, <laughs> don't share everything. So I'm going to read this to you about why sometimes it's best that you keep things to yourself. Speak your secrets into the wind. Never share them with another human. So <laughs> that quote is a code. And I'll read you the caption that I put. This has been my code for many years. I've gotten older and continue to grow. I've been blessed with friends who care about me beyond what I do or how much I make. They care about the man. Walking alone is never fun. As men, we are taught to hide our emotions. Um, we are. But the whole point for me is there's certain things that sometimes you cannot, you just have to keep to yourself or you have to hold it long enough to, to know when you should share it. And um, there's certain things that people have to learn how to just be quiet about. And I'm, I'm, I'm a very close kept person. So um, now I'm going to read you. I'll read you. I think it's going to be three three that are not going to make 
the book because they don't fit. They they could fit, but their element becomes it, it, it doesn't. The book is about taking you through a story of of my hurt, of my happiness, of my hope, but it is not speci- specific to like a singular event. And I think this trip makes it a singular event, which doesn't work for me. So I'm gonna read you one of the, the first of the three. This trip with you has been amazing. I have jumped in the ocean. I took a slide into the ocean. I drank near the ocean, laid on a float in the ocean, (laughs) and I swam with you in the ocean. I got to steal a kiss from you in the ocean, which made my day. We made margaritas and tacos together, a nice dinner in which you look stunning. All of these things I never could foresee. Your spirit helps to push me past my fears. I could continue to praise you, but I will end <laughs> by saying six words to you. Thank you, and I love you. Yeah, reject power, right? Yeah, but it, it, it was it was touching. Doesn't fit the book at all. Uh, we'll go to this next one. Let's see, elegant night, a dinner in which we dressed up. You look amazing. I'm speechless. I get to go to dinner with you. How am I so lucky? That dress, it curves to your body perfectly. We are in the middle of the ocean. No cares and no worries. Let's have a drink, enjoying each other's company. Yeah, I was a little uh, little love drunk when I uh, put these in. Yeah. Uh. Last day of the trip, it's almost time to go home. A beautiful sunset to end the day, a beautiful woman to share it with. I am full of emotions, somewhat overwhelmed. Tears form, but they won't fall. I'm not sad. I'm full of joy. You are amazing to me. I'm not ready to go home. I just want to stay in this moment forever in your arms. I think out of the three, that was the best you know, it's like I wasn't drunk when I wrote that, <laughs> you know, and then, okay, so these are two around that time frame that did make the cut, and they're really, <laughs> but I won't read them to you because I'm taking you through this. Uh, there are moments that stay with me, captured by my heart, replayed in my mind, hold my hand, walk with me, always remain mine. Your smile warms my heart. And by your side, I remain never to depart. You know, that's not true. But it was beautiful for the moment. The caption, the picture, all that lovey-dovey stuff. Yeah. And uh, the last one there, smile because you're incredible. My heart flutters from this miracle. The one in which you love me. I could never imagine or begin to see that you would be the person, the one who would bring me back from destruction of myself, not believing I was worth love. I've spent my time hiding and being destructive to my soul, not giving myself credit, leaving my heart in a deficit. You have changed all of that with your spirit, showing me that my possibilities have no limit. Okay. Uh, So that one was titled Smile. I forgot how how beautiful that was. <laughs> I, you know, sometimes you look into your work, you're like, man, that was you felt that that was that was something. Um, I can look at it now and and be like, oh man. But um, I think the cool thing about it is 
I give myself a hard time. I really do. But I was in those moments and I wrote about those moments because I was in them and I felt so just, I felt really warm. It was, it was amazing. And I'm so pre I'm, I, I get to look back on it and I'm so appreciative that I got to go through that. What I learned from that situation as I venture on to the next person that I could possibly date is that I can't spend time worried that I'm going to screw it up. Cause if I worry that I'm going to screw it up, I'm going to screw it up. <laughs> so I just have to enjoy it and just take everything that comes with it. And um, I'm so grateful for that time that I had with uh, patient B. <laughs> I just, I'm not giving any names, patient B. And um, there were some moments that we had that I will, will always hold dear. I think that trip was, was a very beautiful thing because there were a lot of fears that I had about, you know, I'm not a, I love the ocean, but the one thing I've always said about the ocean is I respect her beauty. I respect mother nature. I do not play with mother nature. Okay. And so one of the things I don't play around is in the water because there are creatures in the water that can get you. The water itself can get you. And, um, I, I conquered some of those fears. I got in the water. I swam. I did all kinds of things that I didn't think I would. Hell, I got in a boat <laughs> and I rode from America to Mexico. It was it was an amazing experience of, of all my senses. And um, I can look back on that trip. I can look at the pictures and I can smile. There was never a, a rough moment in that. And it was just beautiful. And so I think the last thing from, I think the last thing I have from that trip is when we were leaving port and going to Mexico. And I'll, and I'll end this, you know, part with this before I take you to some of the um, poems in the book that will work for me. Turning off all the lights, the TV is now off. It's quiet. The only noise I can hear is my own heartbeat. Now it's time to drift to sleep. I know this place, the theater of dreams, each one with a new adventure. Some are full of hope. Some are full of loss. I'm anxious. Once I close my eyes and drift, I know at some point I will see your face or you will walk by each time. It starts with your smile. It fills my heart with warmth. At some point, you will have to depart from me. This is the toughest part. I have learned this theme some time ago, yet I continue to fight it, believing I can change this course. Another dream, another smile, and another time you walk out of my life, out of my arms into the sunset, then I wake up. I think the thing with um, this poem, it was... It was an idea that I had that I always felt like good was fleeting, like positive moments were fleeting. And I, because I had so few, when I had a really positive moment, it was really, really hard for me to fully enjoy it. So this is us leaving port headed to Mexico. And I am already going, the trip will be over, all my fun will be over, and then I'm going to be sad. And I was already feeling that but even before I left America. And that is some of the thought process why I'm making these positivity walls to help you like not don't think like that. See, in that episode last that I talked about, that was the future, which is a mystery. That was I was already looking at instead of enjoying today as the gift. 
And so, um, yeah, I don't know. I think when you feel so strongly, though, there's so many feelings. I think the biggest thing for me is I've learned that if you're connected to someone, you have to you have to stay connected in that way, and you have to connect your feelings to them because this same person, um, I finally told them all of what I felt from this trip, like last year, as I said in my year in rap, I, I, I settled my debt and I learned from that. Don't don't be that way. Not smart to be that way. So this book really has to deal with one of my favorite places, a place that I go to, um, to collect my thoughts, to regather myself, to recenter. And it's to the beach usually. And just the, the, the waves, the smell of the salt, the sounds, it really turns my brain off and it allows me to feel instead of think. So I'm going to give you a few. I was at this place yesterday. I have returned to my second home, that familiar place, my place of solace. The water crashes against the sand. The sky kisses the bay. A smile returns. This will help me start my day. My heart needs repair. I'm here to refill that bank. When I close my eyes, I hear a beautiful song. It's great to be back at my second home. And that's at Oaks by the Bay. If you've ever been here in Panama City. Very nice place. Very, very nice place. Um, the end of the day, I return to my sacred place with the sun setting, waves crashing, signaling the end of the day. There is still work to be done, yet a beautiful canvas still has been formed. Let's go back to when I first started writing this. The smell of the salt, the sand between my toes, sun shines, I feel warmth, I feel free, no worries and nothing to burden me, just the bay and its sound singing its own melody. Uh, I'll give you one more. And then we'll leave this. Okay, this one. Final work day of the week. I'm not motivated. I wanted to stay in bed. Promises were made, so I jump in the car. <laughs> Headed to my destination, working on this beautiful day. I wonder if I have the time to stop. I need to hear the water, see her beauty, listen to her song. In this instant, I'm recharged, ready to conquer the day, smiling ear to ear. She has refreshed my soul. So yeah, that is uh, that is some from the, the book that I am writing. I am not complete. I have a goal to finish that by the end of this year. Started writing this book back in 2018. It is time to finish it. So we will finish it. <laughs> um, and I've been to the water enough. I could have wrote three more poems in the last three days as much as I've been in the water. Um, I want to... I'm going to read this one to you. It's not finished, 
but it's it's a longer form poem. I could cut it down. I'm just going to read it in its rawness. Um, this was a conversation that I had with an old teammate and a dear friend. Um, and he was talking to me. And it's why you have had successful. You've had 11 positivity walls successfully for 11 weeks. And you're going to get all 20 of them. Um, he said some words then to me. And the, the main word, the title of this is audacity. Um, and so I'm going to give you this poem. There is a wise man that I have come to know. He would tell you that he lends his ear to my words. Little does he know I spend my time with him waiting for his nuggets of knowledge um, that he freely gives a fresh but different perspective that refreshes me on my walk. One day he was speaking about my writing, encouraging, demanding that I continue to pick up my pen. I was honored and even grateful for his grace those who are close to me, I tend to muffle their voices, believing that they seek the best for me, telling me what they think I want to hear. I seek honesty, casting out all that don't freely give it. Then he said something that caught me. He asked me, what was the difference between myself and a famous author? I was lost for words, a deer in the headlights. I had no answer. With grace, he spoke, saying two words that have kept me thinking. The difference between me and someone else the audacity. Having the audacity to do it, not worrying about how it looks or what is said, just doing something that I want to do. I was blown away. <laughs> he was right. Anything that I have done, it was always my mindset that pushed me through it, confident, resilient. It always started with having the audacity to do it. I don't know. I don't know. I read it and I felt like, oh man, <laughs> but it's, it's long. So I don't know. I, I don't know. I just know that conversation I had with um, this gentleman when I think about it, it yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, oh, man, I, I can get emotional. <clears throat> One of the hardest things for me in my life is that there has always been this doubt and it was pushed on me from a young age of like, oh, you sure you can do it? Uh, uh. And I think in the black community, sometimes we, we doubt the child that seeks the stars because we are afraid of what the stars look like. Or we're afraid because we've never seen anybody who looked like us go to the stars. And I know that I'm crazy. Cut that word out. I'm not crazy. I just said that because that's what people expect you to be. I know that I'm different. And I know that I seek more than maybe the average person does. But I don't seek it in the same way that they that they do. So when people think about more, they think like I seek more money, I seek more worldly things, I seek more knowledge. I am inspired by knowledge. I am inspired by people's journey. It helps me to refresh myself in my journey, and it reminds me that anything is possible. I, I talked about it when I talked about. Um, uh, the, the Black Panther and, and representation. And I talked about it in cancel culture. Representation matters. If I can see someone who looks like me, who walks like me, who may talk like me, who has touched the moon, who says I can't, who says I won't. And when I think about this poem, he doesn't even realize just because in the last job we worked in, I, I was senior to him. Like I had more time on the job. I was teaching him things. I was helping him. And he always praised me for that. Um, but he was older than me and um, he is older than me. And he would just say things to me sometimes that were so encouraging. 
and so inspiring. And um, I think it's so important that we as people, we encourage and we inspire. And I am so thankful for you. So I'm so glad that I got to look at this poem in the, in the stack because um, I had no idea that I would read it. Honestly, it wasn't one I was, I was taking you through um, the writer's mind. I was taking you through um, love and all that stuff and trying to trick you with patience, A, B and X and Y <laughs> and just taking you through things. But um, to this poem, I dedicate to, to Eric, um, my dear friend, he is an amazing man, amazing father. Um, He'll probably never hear this, <laughs> but the thing about the thing about life is, you have to tell the people you care about that you care about them, and he knows it. And so, um, I have not sent him the the copy of this poem. I think I'm gonna clean it up, and I think I'll send it to him. And um, yeah, yeah, I'm so glad that I that I got to find it in the stack. I'm so glad that I got to read it. Uh, man, it got me emotional. I got a little teary-eyed there because uh, he means so much to me. And um, I think friendship specifically as men, um, as men, especially oh, black men, you know, we don't cherish sometimes the friendships. And I'm very thankful for friends in my life who really add value to me. Um, I just think the, the caveat, as I've talked about earlier, is I don't ever want my friends to worry about me so much that they're concerned. Um, I have a way to to get through things. I just think that sometimes there's certain things you have to keep close to your hip, you know? And for me, my love life is one of those because I'm not good at it. <laughs> I'm not good at it at all. And so I'm going to leave you with this last one. And I'm going to, I've talked about closure for a little bit. Let me tell you something. When it, when you deal with people, there is no such thing as closure. In death, when people die, you don't, you don't get closure from it. Whether they're 15 and they're and they leave early or they're 95 and you know, they should be gone. There is no closure in death. You just learn how to live with it. The hole never seals. You just learn how to manage yourself with that hole in your heart. And so in the same way in relationships, if you seek closure, you'll never be able to move beyond. And this specifically um, is a testament or a call to that. Now, it, 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 I will say um, this is specific. This is specific to patient B. Um, this is something that I wrote to her and I've said to her. Um, because there were some times where she just kept trying to like come in and out of my life and uh, I can't do that. Um, but the theme of closure, as I want to remind you, whether it's death or it's a relationship that's ending is, is that you will never get it. So it's best for you to move on and, and work yourself through it. So I'm going to give you the last poem of the lost episode two. This one is titled goodbye. Good morning or good evening, wherever you may be. When this finds you, I wanted to take the time to write you one last time, to leave you with encouragement and even some advice. This won't be a letter seeking closure. I don't believe in that notion. The one in which you can arrive in the 11th hour. One hour has been long gone. I wanted to take the time to congratulate you for all your hard work, 
staying on course, pushing through, even when you felt you couldn't, you did it. And you're amazing. Now the time has come to say goodbye. Yes, it's time for you to go to that next stage of your adventure. All I have left to offer is a bit of advice. Take care of your heart. Don't allow those with alternative motives near your space. Guard your circle. Pushing towards all of your dreams. Go after the moon and the stars. I know you will accomplish any and everything you set your sights on. I wish you all of the best. Goodbye. So, yeah, um, we did it again. We gave you we gave you some more. Um, we gave you some more. <laughs> some more poems. <laughs> I did it again. I, I, you know, I went through, I, you know, I talked about, I, I guess I didn't realize how much, like, lovey art stuff that I had. But um, I have inspiration, too. Um, Will there be another uh, lost episode? I have enough poetry to give it to you. Yeah, I do. Um, so yeah, there'll be there'll be another one at some point. I just have to feel inspired to do it, and that's the trick to it. Inspiration is everything. When you're writing, when you're making episodes off the cuff, this is an episode that there is no writing to it. I'm just literally going through and picking the poems, and I'm giving you the backstory, and we're reading them. I hope that. Um, you enjoyed it. Um, I've got a poem to crank out to Eric to give it to him. But yeah, I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed kind of reading the poetry and kind of going through those emotions. Even when you write something, all the all those things can bubble back up. So I think that's the beauty in writing. You're supposed to feel something. And when you don't feel anything, what's the use of it? So thank you for listening. And I hope you enjoyed my poetry. If you do, JDR Creatives at Instagram, it is all there for you. Well, it's not all there, but what I write is there. <laughs> right now, like I said, we're really focused on port, on the positivity wall. So um, the last two poems that I put up, they will come down by next week because it's all about keeping them stacked in a grid and uh, keeping that flowing. So that's that's the thought. That's the process, and and we're going to continue to make magic. I hope that every one of you continue to have great days, a great week. And uh, just remember, I'll give you positivity while one, you are amazing, you are beautiful, and you are loved. Be well. I would like to take the time to thank you for joining this jam talk for today. That's it. That's the end. There's no, nothing else to say. Go back to your, your regularly scheduled program. Chew knows it.